Sweat Equity Podcast and Streaming Show, the number one comedy business. Business comedy podcast in the world? It's both. It's both. That's how we roll. We got Kurt Zipfell, comedian, real estate mogul. Uh, actor. Actor. Commercial actor, too. Yeah. Pitching house place. We're just trying to get his... We're trying to write his ship on this podcast. We're uh, 2020's best small, medium enterprise advisory podcast in the United States. We're also 2021's best... I'm trying to do this off memory. Dude. Best studio and entertainment podcast in the Eastern United States. Think the Corporate Vision Magazine. Yeah. Pretty good. This podcast... I guess. I don't know. Episode... It is brought to you by Grasshopper. Try grasshopper.com. Media innovator in there somewhere. I don't remember. <laughs> corporate, corporate Vision Magazine Media Innovator Awards 2021. We already won that shit. Not even Q4, baby, and we won it. I know. <laughs> what were we doing? Uh, the, the ads for the, this, ads. the podcast this, show. This podcast show is sponsored by Grasshopper. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Gets you 75 bones off an annual plan. What? Grasshopper, you say? It's a business phone line. It's the entrepreneur's app for their business line. Get a second line. Don't have two cell phones. Don't try to add uh, a Google voice number that you can't use later for business purposes. Did you know that shit? You didn't know that shit. Uh, try I've Grasshopper. Heard the ad before. Try Grasshopper.com forward slash sweat like key sweat gets you 75 bones off an annual plan. That's try Grasshopper.com forward slash sweat like key sweat. $75 off an annual plan. Let's get this party started. Howdy, daughter. My sweat equity. Sweat equity. Sweat equity. My sweat equity. My sweat equity. What about my sweat equity? What up? Hammer toe. Hi, fellas. How are you? We uh, we're good. We we're going. are good. That's fantastic. I'm gonna change my name from my email that I created for junk like 20 years ago to a normal name. We'll cut that out. It popped up at the yeah. beginning. I like hammer toe. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not a fun condition to have, but it's a fun name. Is it a real thing? That's yeah. A, is it bad? Like turf toe? I don't think it's a uh, it is, it, Wait, we got to keep all this in now. I'm pressing it's a, start. It's a condition. Uh, I actually don't have it. I just like the word. Uh, but it's apparently when your toes like curl down like this and, and, you, and they kind of just form like a claw. Although there is something called <laughs> claw foot or claw toe, but hammer toe mm-hmm. is when your toes like kind of curl in like that. And Kirk is a board certified podiatrist for everybody wondering. Thank it's you. all true. Stand-up comedian that. in his off time. Um, for for the audio listeners, just curl up your knuckle at the at the top knuckle, and then put them together like your toes would face each other for some reason, um, mm-hmm. as if they were getting in a fight. Good and then what? And then that's what he's doing. I'm, oh, okay. I'm I'm using my words. <laughs> What's up, Law? I haven't seen you in like ten years. I know, man. Oh, really? Your hair looks uh, immaculate. It looks about the exact same. And I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, I'm jealous, I'm, too. I'm on that Keeps. <laughs> oh, Are did they, you get on yeah. it? Oh, I've been on it. Yeah, I told you. I've been on the Keeps. Do you, you know, with the Keeps stuff, 
It says you can't have more than two alcoholic beverages nah. while on that, or you're going to have real bad liver issues. Which one are you doing? Keeps, But baby. I know, but which one, though? All of it, baby. The, you don't know what you're talking about. Jeez. Wow. Professional show. That one of life's little ironies. They're like, you can either have hair or you can drink. But if you get hair, you can't drink. I'm sorry, you can't. You can't. You just can't have both. We really need to look into this because we're both on keeps, and um, they're <laughs> and not a sponsor. Both drinking, and not a sponsor of ours. Well, you went a month without drinking. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, for me that was a big deal. Kurt, what's Eric? Up? That's impressive. I, mean, I, I haven't been. I haven't had a drink in in a month. About well, in about two, three and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you. I thought I thought I was going to be taken seriously for saying coming up on one year. I'm proud of myself. Like eleven months or so, be one year since I stopped drinking. Oh wait, you stopped a year ago? No, wow. Because you you said a month. No, No, I'm coming up on a year in eleven months. That's incredible. Oh, in eleven months. I'm just 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 stretching your joke out. Yeah, yeah, making it my own. I mean, it's amazing when you tell people that you stop drinking for any amount of time. I mean, it can be 48 hours. And you're like, yeah, no, I'm not drinking now. They're like, hey, man. Oh, what's going on? People just, like, automatically get, like, they're like, bro, I, I'm proud of you, you man. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is hard, man. I can't, you know, like, I want, I want, I want to, I want to so bad, and I'm gone. I swear, you know, you just, like, open this Pandora's box, you're like, yeah, I've been waiting for a sign, and this is it. I knew this is when I started doing it, dude. In LA, that's every fifth conversation. Someone's <laughs> yeah, someone's I got to change. Bringing something to the table. Is that how it was for you? Like, I, when I, I felt like, especially stand up, like we maybe our era missed the party era of sorts because every like every third comic definitely was like recovering from something. Uh, I don't disagree. I think comedy is filled with just broken toys uh, left and right, littered coast to coast, and people who are, you know, fucked up in one way or another. There's no doubt about it. Did we miss, like, the heyday of of just drugs and partying? Yes. (laughs) Uh, We sure did. It's not the 80s, not even the 90s. Like, you know, there are no more – shit, I can't remember his name. Who's the dude? Sam Kennison. Not Kennison. Yeah. That he was like the, the granddaddy, or Richard Pryor, maybe. But who was who died? Who died like in two thousand three? Mitch Hedberg. Funny, yeah, Hedberg. He died. Hedberg. In, he died in 05, because I saw Did him two he? weeks before he died. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he, he performed at Auburn. Where were you when he died? Uh, I I was on spring break, and I heard the word. Uh, oh, so it, whereabouts unknown? Well, no, him and Jim Brewer uh, co-headlined at Auburn University. And I was so psyched. Like, me and my buddies were psyched to see Hedberg. Brewer went up first. Uh, annihilated. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody annihilate that hard. And I always loved Brewer. Like, Brewer's great. But we were like, we were there for Hedberg. Um, and, man, it was sad. It was like he was, he was facing the curtain uh, most of the time. He was, he was literally asking the stagehands off, off stage, do you have anything? Like, you have any... I guess opiates. I forget what he was saying, but he was asking for, for a hookup and it was like, to get his drugs lined up. After I was like, the, right after the set. I was like, dude, the people you're talking to who set up the school production stuff, that ain't the crowd you're looking for. You needed us in, 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 in 200 section that were loving it. Yeah. 
I mean, I think I think people in stand-up comedy in general are pretty, you know, inclined to that that kind of behavior. Certainly, if it's going to be a little bit of drugs, it's going to be a lot of drugs. And if it's going to be a little bit of booze, it's going to be a ton of booze. I, I had to ask myself a few different times along the way when we were hanging out, like, in, you know, doing O'Brien's, like, this shitty Irish bar in Santa Monica. By the on way, Sunday nights, like just a practice room. To get yeah. in O'Brien's, so you're a level ahead of me. So to get in O'Brien's for me was a big deal. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so uh, you look at it like shitty. I was like, oh shit, yeah, this is awesome. Canaan's doing sets in here. Like, I think Joel McHale at some point was doing a bunch of sets in there. You, yeah, because we could get we can get good comics to come back and do sets like in the in the room next to the toilet that was always broken that stunk <laughs> up the entire room. <laughs> Like there were people walking back and forth because there was like the exit over here and a curtain back there. People would just wander in and be like, what the hell's going on in here? Right, it smells like shit. Right and on the like, border of Santa uh, Monica and Venice where they, those two kind of cities meet technically, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And then yeah. um, if there's a Lakers game, you're fucked. Like everybody turns yeah. into a Lakers fan somehow. I don't get it. Right. The, t- the TV would be on blaring. You know, you could <laughs> barely hear anything in the back room. We spent a lot of time back there. But I had to ask myself at one point, I'm like, am I going out? to work on stand-up, like seriously, or am I just going to drink with my unsuccessful comedian friends? But and I honestly could not answer that question. Well, you you, you seem like you had a, uh, I think we gravitated towards each other because you had, I, I wanted to say you had a normal childhood, but I don't know anything about your upbringing. Yes, it was quite normal. Was it? I, yeah, it was. Did you it feel was. guilty like, about it like I did? Because I was always like, man, my parents are still together. Like, I didn't get, I didn't get diddled. I didn't have any like, I didn't have any trauma. And there's a, there's a quote I heard that was like, well, if you're a comic that didn't have it growing up, you're going to create it later, which I, I definitely did. I was going to say, These last couple of years I've made up for it. Yeah. But um, what, I what say I, you? I never felt that guilty about it. Like I, I came to it from, a, from an acting perspective. I never, I was never like driven to comedy. I feel like by some of the demons that drive a lot of people to stand up comedy, I was like, I just want to work more. I want to get more jobs. And I know that everybody that I see who's on TV, like started in stand up or did stand up. And so I'm going to go do that. And then I started liking it, but I will say that it had almost literally no measurable effect on my career as an actor at all. I did stand up for like 10, 15 years and, and they were like, uh-huh. So you're not doing it anymore. What's, what's going on? I'm not. On? I actually stopped. I stopped doing stand up a while ago. Uh, because you know, it just, well, I mean, you, you know, but you're good. That's, you've been that's going a long my, time. That's, I know, but I mean, you're good at. You've been a long time, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird. You become fast friends with a lot of people, but I, you get to know people through their act a lot. You after watching a lot of people, but it's like, I was I was showing Eric before uh, you got on. I was like, oh, this is the room we used to do it in. That room five. There, I found an old video of you uh, from 2013. I was like, this is kind of where I cut my teeth. Yeah, this is fun. where, and I was <clears throat> there's. I don't know. You, you get to understand a lot of people really quickly, but... Uh, yeah, I had to be like, oh, that's nice. I a used red to, curtain. Well, I used to be like, I don't want to go after <laughs> Kurt, man. He's going to crush. I don't want to go after that. He did say that. Yeah. He mentioned you might have uh, done a guitar guitar comedy back in the day, too. I did. I did. I was that guy. No, I mean, you, you and Nick Thune. Most people call it musical comedy. You and Nick Thune, I, I, put, I put you all aside. You and Nick Thune were good. You could do it without the guitar. That's how you could tell. I'm not knocking anybody, Yeah. If there's any, I, I enjoy good. I mean, I, you know, I cringe at any time, any a comedian busts out a guitar. I'm like, this is going to be awful because 
most comedians, and I'm, this is just me as a snobby musician, but most comedians are terrible musicians. Sure. And so for me, that that had to be the first, that had to be the benchmark. Like, if, if you're good, then I'll listen. But if, if you can't play that thing and you expect me to forgive you, like, everything because you're going to write a funny strum strum song, then I don't give a shit because I, I want you to be good first and foremost. But like I said, total comedy snob who's like, yeah, right. I, you know, because I thought I was like Jack Black or something. You know, I wanted to be, I wanted to be like this amazing stand-up comic. But what I did realize about musical comedy is, I do, I really believe that it is essential to have a partner. It's essential to have someone else to work off of and to play with and to harmonize with, like Tenacious D, like Garfunkel and Oates. You know, like there's a lot of musical comedy duos, but you just get, you get a lot more, you get a lot more ROI uh, when you've got a two man, two man comedy music act. Except for the part where you have to show up together, except when you're a lone wolf doing stand up. That's the beauty of doing stand up is like, I'll be like, I'll tell Eric, I'll be like, Hey, come to, come up to this, uh, this show doing, if you don't go, there's no big deal. <laughs> like it, it's one of those, to it. but it's one Road of those things. Hard. It's like, you know, I, you get used to that lifestyle just like, well, no one's really going to give a fuck about it except for you anyway. Um, the only the only camaraderie I, I felt was like, um, you know, seeing you or, or any any number of people, you're like, I got to step up my game. That was the only kind of like in a weird informal teamwork kind of way. But stand-ups, it feels I, – I, I just – I logistically, it makes me nervous trying to think about how to get – another person somewhere where you need to be to the all at, with the same, like, Hey, this is going to suck for years kind of attitude. Yep. Yeah. It, it's, it's true. I mean, you're, you are very much a lone wolf. You are, even though you're doing with other people, it's like, it's like golf. I mean, you're, you know, it, it's all, it's up to you to hit the balls. It's up to you to get out there and play. It's up to you to like, you know, no one's going to make you better at stand up. Usually you get like, it's like kind of false, like typical pattern where you, you start, you have like, if you have some friends or like if you're like a normal person who's sort of funny and has friends, your friends <laughs> booing you along for the first, you know, little while. Like they'll show up to shows, they'll pack the place in some cases and they're like, you get this false sense of like momentum. Like you get like a little, a little bit of a like tailwind right out of the gate. But then eventually your friends drop away because they're not going to come see you do the same shit anymore. And you have to start working on your material. Yeah. And it takes it takes a, a really long time to just get out there and and kind of bomb. You get the bomb and you have to have stuff that doesn't work. And, <laughs> and you there's have the to, bombing. You know, bombing. Yeah. And you have to Eating do it. it. I mean, I only did it Eating here in L.A. Shit. And I, I will say that I think that stand up in L.A. is like probably the worst city in America to do stand up. <laughs> I can <laughs> imagine. I was Everything. so green going out there. I didn't know it wasn't a great place to start. I was just like, it, I was 21 when I came out there. So I was like, I don't know any different. You know, we were all green. We all didn't know any different. <laughs> You're like, I think L.A. be a good town to move to. Well, I, I, just, like, I just go. I couldn't handle no, New York weather wise. I was just like, yeah. I'm a uh, Florida boy. So it's just one of those things where yeah. I was like. LA seems the seems similar to to Florida in a lot of ways, and it's like it's crazy and it's hot, and that, uh, there's enough stages to get up. And I know more people. I knew back in the day, I knew more people in LA than I did in New York, which is 
weird because most people cool guy. go back and forth between New York and uh, and Tampa. <laughs> cool yeah, super cool. Yeah, look look where it got me. I've got more LA friends than New York friends. <laughs> I did. I had five. Zero Tampa friends. And I had one. No. Uh, but why are you still in LA? That that's how this email started, and then I was like, why don't you just come on the show and let's just talk about it. Like, let's talk about it. Let's re- I, I wanted to do two things. I want to. We want to prop you up because what you showed us for your house place uh, show is brilliant. <laughs> Loved and, it. And should be on Adult Swim. Thanks. Um, Thank you. And uh, but it really started with your LA elitism, uh, trash in Florida, and you know what? When when the United States needed us the most to be the petri dish for COVID, guess who the fucking stepped up? The coal mine. Yeah, guess who Step fucking up. stepped up? You so, really did. And, and let me say, uh, somebody from the most important state in the union, that uh, we really appreciate you guys, you know, get, s- stepping forward, you know, taking off the masks, refusing everything, just hitting the beach and the and the bars and restaurants, you know. Just by the way, like, I'm the beach just making a flag it for us. Hold on. It raining. Easy, Gavin Newsom. The beach. The beach is funny. <laughs> they take a picture of the beach at an angle where it looks like everybody's. You ever been to the beach? No one, no one's, no one's yeah, packed. I've been to the beach. Have, have, have you I, ever been have, packed at the beach? Ever? Have you ever been to the beach? I don't think so. <laughs> have you ever? Have we, you ever, We've been to the beach. We've been to the beach, bro. Okay. What then, are you saying? Then there's a picture when uh, March 2020 where they're like, Florida's out of fucking hand. It was fucking crazy. If you take a picture at an angle, it can look like everybody's sitting next to each other like sardines. But if you really look at it from a bird's eye view, everybody's about 10 feet apart, which is... At least in a packed beach, pretty yeah, much how you do it. The beach is probably the safest. The beach is place. the safest fucking place to be. And it was open air. Yeah, but... And vitamin D. What are we safe doing? Safe place to be when you're, when you're 12 deep, like in Daytona, and there's like some girl like crunking on the, you know, on the sand. That wasn't like, happening. That wasn't happening. <laughs> that picture... I saw it, bro. It or, was or, That picture yeah, that was circulating around... I saw it too because I was at the beach. If, if, you, if you put that in Google image where you can uh, reverse search images, that, that was a photo from like seven years before. That wasn't even that time. I re- you call this fake news, bro? Yeah, bro. Big Daddy Donnie T is coming back. Wow. <laughs> 20, Listen, 2024. I know, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... I I wish I, I wish I had now more, Kirk thinks more I'm a super Florida Republican. animosity. DeSantis fucking is awesome. Duh. I mean, everybody knows uh, that. Yeah. He's fucking killing it. Yeah, he, we really well, do. We're making laws, making laws to prohibit people from preventing, to prohibit you from forcing people to wear masks. You know, you're doing something. Right By now. the way, friend of the program, Josh Sheridan, who came on this podcast not two months ago, sued DeSantis and won yeah. for making kids. You know, know your governor's doing good when other state people who live in other states know who your governor is. Oh, yeah, because he's getting to Trump levels. He's, right. he's starting to pro-wrestling. Yeah, exactly. He's, start, he's like, you know what? Fuck mass. He's, he's like national. at a press conference, he like slaps it off an old Cuban lady. Oh, yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> right. You don't need that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's starting to get his Trump, Trump-Aryan uh, trajectory. Sure. Yeah, we need more. I mean, you know, it's it's been really sad to not have a central polarizing clown to just up, you know, to to literally dominate wall to wall media coverage for four years straight. Yeah. I mean, I I miss it. I miss the anxiety of 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 like the feeling of hatred like that just literally took on like a hundred and ten percent, and everyone around me was like out of their minds for four years. 
feuds within my own family, screaming matches <laughs> at my dad. I love it. I miss it. Bring it back. Please. Yeah, we're as working on it. Possible. We are working on it. Look, I'm all about action. What did he actually do? I, no one can really tell me. They're just like, he's a bad leader and he talks shit on Twitter. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I'm not for Trump. I voted for Kanye. So let's let's stop right there. But uh, just in, in case anybody thinks I actually, I just like playing the other side of that coin. I like, and it became a thing with my friends that I became friends with in LA. They couldn't even laugh about it. I was like, I'd talk to him on the phone and be like, be like very sarcastically, yeah. I'd be like, I mean, but Trump's pretty fucking the wrong rad. way to handle you. We we yeah. take ourselves pretty seriously out here, and, and you know what? That's not okay. That's why, not okay why, to joke about it. All so right, why are you it's still more in, important than that law? Why are you still in California? I just had to text a friend that's in. Uh, I know it's far away from LA, but uh, the fires in uh, Tahoe going like crazy, and I was just like, man, they're shutting down Tahoe. Uh, what? I, like to me, it's a dumpster fire. That's a and most of those are man-made, I guess. Most of the fires that get around y'all. I mean, the fires are, as we know, <laughs> as have been proven by science, uh, often influenced by a greater trend in the world that is the warming of our environment. The legend. drying out of our uh, troposphere because of uh, man-made carbon dumps into the atmosphere. I didn't know you were going to go Bill Nye on us and bring up we all that. Bring up the troposphere. I, I liked. I think I just used the word troposphere. Uh, why am I still okay. in California? Yeah, uh, it, it is a good question. Um, you got three kids are you trapped in your house. Are there yeah, flames around you, surrounding <laughs> you. You know, no. I will say this: in law, you probably remember from living in LA that LA is. LA is like, it's very much a bubble in a lot of ways. Like it's a lot of people live in their own world and you live in a bubble. But when you live here, you're kind of, you're sort of insulated from all natural disasters except earthquake. Earthquake is this constant like umbrella, fear umbrella that it could happen at any second. And that's true, but it really doesn't happen all that often. Right. It's just but cool all, that you have anxiety about it all the time. Right. But <laughs> what we, what we don't get is like, you know, I mean, at least on the west side of LA, I, we don't get fires. There's no, there, there aren't, there isn't any open areas of vegetation around here, and it's pretty flat ground, and it's all paved, so we don't get fires. We don't get hurricanes. We get the tail end of like storms that kind of roll up from Mexico, but we don't have the hot, right. we don't have the Gulf, we don't have the warm water that's going to fuel a hurricane to just slam into California and you know and wreak havoc. We don't have tornadoes. We don't have winter. We don't have really even so high wind uh, occasional floods and the overarching fear of about earthquake is kind of all you get out here well because you okay natural disasters aside because it's basically desert until you get to the 405 and then it's it, then it's more beach kind of weather yeah. 405 is a, a road in la for those of you the main, who yeah. aren't douchebags yeah yeah exactly it, it split it goes right down the middle of like beverly hills uh or westwood i should say it, it it if you've watched the Californians uh, that that SNL sketch, it really is a lot like that. But four oh five, whenever they show traffic in LA, I'm like, God, oh, this is a problem. It's always a picture of the four oh five. Totally, it is. It's a popular place to sit in traffic. For but I'm saying hours. it. What people <laughs> what don't get about, about what people don't get about LA is it's a fucking desert, and then it's a beach, and that's it. It's true. Yeah, and so you very well could catch fire. But that aside. Jump in the ocean. What about you? So you love what? what I like what's, that, Eric. Yeah, you, you just jump in the ocean. You yeah, catch fire. Uh, oh, by the way, you jump in the Venice uh, Venice Beach Ocean. 
you could get some uh, what? Some cool diarrhea. Some cool side effects there too. Little E. coli, maybe a little cool inner ear infection. This was my whole contention with LA versus Florida. Brain eating amoebas. All my friends thought I was crazy. I go, look, internet's gonna close that gap. I don't need to be there. Clearly, I'm super successful doing stand up, but (laughs) but (laughs) this is gonna work. But no, but what I was saying was like, I don't need to be in LA to pay twice as much to get half as much. And, uh, and you're right. It is a bubble. Like you watch curb. You're like, how could Larry David run into the same people? You actually are in like from Marina Del Rey. <laughs> I never thought that. I was like, it's a TV show. Well, how it goes. Right. well like <laughs> from Marina Del Rey <laughs> up, is it real? up to about West Hollywood, it, it creates, there is that same group of people you see all the time. And then Compton doesn't go into that area. Like, uh, you know, a lot of other areas don't get into that bubble as much. They, they come here to steal our shit, but they, <laughs> then they go home back yes. to their apartments. I'm just making a case you should move to Florida. You're a Florida guy, dude. Look at you, man. You can make it. I tanked. I swapped that out for a tank top, man. What, what about me says Florida to you? I, although I will say my parents are citizens of, uh, there are citizens. They're residents of the state of Florida. They live in Naples. Okay. So we're taking care of the unwanted family members mm-hmm. that you have. Why aren't, why aren't Floridians? <laughs> well, why aren't Floridians respected a lot more? We're taking care of everybody's family. Not personally. <laughs> I mean, not me. Other people are doing Stopped that shit. like a couple weeks there, ago. Not me. Just there's some, you know, some Haitian nurses. They're taking care of us. For sure. Yeah, exactly. They're lovely. I Speak a little Creole. Man. All right. I, don't, I mean, I don't have fun when I'm down there. Although I, I do I do enjoy playing golf on a nice manicured uh, golf course. That, oh, those are we fucking high crush abundance. It. We crush it in that. In that category? You guys got some really nice golf courses. What? Well, think like when the I, golf when course I'm category? In, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we kill. When it. I'm in Florida, I feel like it, it's it's like when you're in, when you're in Naples, you know, there's the coast road, whatever, 41 or the whatever the main in the Gulf Road. We're not allowed to talk about down. roads because it confuses Eric. This is a uh, yeah. On one side of the road, Rand McNally. Nice. On the beach side of the road, it's like unimaginable wealth that like wealth just for miles. Everything from blah 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 to Marco Island is whatever. It's like tons of money. And then literally Best on the opposite side of that road is mm-hmm. just like unimaginable poverty. Like yeah. just wealth and poverty. And that's uh, it's it. I, there, I never got the sense of anything in the middle. Now maybe that's just not the way Naples is, but I always I always got that impression. I'm that's, like that's how if I, I go on the other side of that road, that's where poor people live. That's how I felt that's about how Naples is. Yeah. Well Naples is the number one richest like zip code in the country or something like that. But that's how I always felt about West Hollywood versus Hollywood. Because you're like, ooh, ooh, Hollywood, this is fancy. West Hollywood is fancy because all the gays live there. And it's, there's mm-hmm. a rainbow on the fucking police cars over there. Mm-hmm. Hollywood is fucking dog shit. It is a hot <laughs> pile of dog shit. It is the fu- first, it's one of the worst LA, places in the country. I had no idea what Hollywood looked like. And I got this apartment that was like at Fairfax and Sunset, which is in Oof. Hollywood, but it's close to West Hollywood. Pretty close. And yeah. I hung out a while and I was like, oh my God, this place is disgusting. Like, I can't <laughs> believe that I moved here. And then I was like, then I used to say that I live, I live like, I was like, I live, it's like West Hollywood adjacent because I was like ashamed to be like, oh yeah, I live where, where Western and Santa Monica Boulevard come together. Mm-hmm. Like, this is that bad. fake restaurant, the fake what? Or that was at Wilshire. That fake restaurant. There's a restaurant that's open only for using it for movie movies and TV and stuff. Oh yeah, you're right. That's at Fairfax and Wilshire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
This the is one real. that they, actually it was in the Big Lebowski where they meet, and he's like, uh, yep. "I'm finishing my copy." No, I can't. <laughs> Please, dear. Yeah, the 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 what was it? The Supreme Court has roundly rejected prior restraint that was in that in that restaurant. Anybody needs an right acting reel? There it is. Boom. Send um, it, let's I, send it out. What? Okay, if you ask me why I'm still here, I'm still here because over the, because you know you, you get in a habit. Like I've been, I worked for a long time. I was in a ton of commercials. I did some TV stuff. You're in a shit that, ton. By the way, shit ton of commercials when you could make money doing commercials, right? Yes, you could make money, and I did make money, and it was great. I had like a spokesman game for a little bit, and I was like, you know, I was working. But nobody tells you when your when your work is begins to slow down because you just got older. You know, or that just happened. Like they're like, no one's like, hey, by the way, things are going to taper off, and you might want to think about a new career. Like you just keep rolling into your thirties, late thirties, early forties, mid forties, late forties, and you're like, wait a second, what happened? I like, what happened to the work? And it's terrible. And my wife is like, literally, like I get home and she's like, what are we doing here? Why are we still here? Why haven't we moved away? You haven't worked in months. You're a loser. Let's leave. And I'm like, well, cool, babe. Just like, let's just chill. But I've had this, uh, now I have, the reason I'm still here, and I honestly am truly like this close to, to ready to pull the plug on this place. Let's, uh, let's do it right I'm now. still here because of, because of the show, because I believe in my show, and I want to see it through to its natural conclusion. I don't think, I don't think, like, I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to work. People don't just get, like, successful, like, in when they're 46, like, and suddenly he showed up. No, fuck that defeatist talk. Dude. Yeah, that's probably what, you switch it around, dude. Guys, you mean me? I, I can still do it? Yes. Oh, my God. Look, it, it Maybe it's we, all right here in your own mind, and as soon as you flick the switch. We're two huge right. comedy snobs, and we were watching them, like, God damn, I this mean, is dude, really fucking yeah, good. There's no reason that should not be on TV. I should or, leave that bitch because she she's the one. That's no, 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 don't, 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 House place, it's it, it whether whether the conclusion is networks looking at us and being like, no, hey, guess or, what? You, you could know, be in if, Atlanta. If I get a job for the next five years, great. You could be in Atlanta and you could probably be I, working. I hate Atlanta. So do I. So do I. But I'm just I I'm throwing out options. Austin, let's let's meet in the middle. Austin, why not Austin? Why? Why Austin? No, no state income tax. You can get a lot more for your for your uh, mortgage or rent. There's a booming comedy scene there. You're moving past the show being successful. You can film that's the, the you can film you can what are you talking you. about? You can film Quit the show. planning his future that's not gonna happen Dude, because the show will be me. a success. I know How the show that? can be anywhere. I could buy a house in, right. in Syracuse, Indiana, that we could that we could renovate, that we could make a whole season out of it. And that is part of our plan. But I have to make the pilot and sell the pilot. Yeah. And I, I'd rather do that here while I already live here than have to move somewhere else to, to try to gather all the pieces and gather crew and get talent in. Like talent and everybody's what here. What are you talking right about? Now. So that show, you don't need that. It doesn't seem like a high end production. Like no offense, but you could do it without a lot of production. No, you. We can. Do, we we need talent. We need talent. You're that's the talent. I I know, but if you do it in Tampa, we'll help. But that's, the way the way that the show is written, it's an ensemble. It looks like like this old house. That's that's the show we made. That's why we, we made it. a two a two man show. You look like Bob anyway, Vila. We got it. I'm already here. 
we're already in, in, in like, we're very much in motion, and I just want to see it through to its natural. I'm just trying to break you of your defeatist chains, right? That's that's all I'm trying to do as a friend. That's all I'm saying. I appreciate that. Is you could shoot that literally anywhere. You could pro- it would probably be cheaper to go to Indiana, fly out your uh, co-host, do it there, find 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 kids there to shoot it for you, and it, then package that, come back to LA, and then you can go do a night at Bloomington. What is it? The Harry Bear? What's the place called? You're an Indiana uh, guy, right? Bears. Yeah, it's called Bears. Yeah, man, I got real drunk on some of that shit. Um, or sink Wait, the. You went to. You can sink the biz. I know all about it, bro. Sink the biz market. Yeah. Nick's. Yeah, I know all. Yeah, about, I, these are all Bloomington, Indiana spots. I believe you. Wait, how do how do how do you know that? Did you? How did the you fuck do you think there? I know it, bro? I've been on the road. I've been a road dog, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I did. I did Bloomington. I think three times. With Nick Hoff. It's a, it's a great town. With remember Nick Hoff? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I remember Nick. <laughs> yeah. You remember uh, Well, now he's open for uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Is that how you just you forget him now? He's just out Listen, here. Listen, I will, I will say that I am <laughs> really – the reason we haven't spoken in 10 years is because, of is this? because I am it's very bad. I'm very bad about keeping, keeping track of people. And I will say that since, like, since, since I stopped doing stand-up and sitting through COVID and all that, like, it's not like I'm – I'm just I'm, I like I literally didn't see none of the old people that I used to hang with. Right. I, mean, I just you know I'm doing my thing. Hey, I don't want to bring it up again, but you know it's free. <laughs> no, no, no. This place, this state's pretty free right now. You can you can go out. I can go out and mingle. I went to uh, I went to about a hundred person bar show the other night. Nary a mask. <laughs> Is that cool? I don't know. So are you are you out doing it? I mean, are you yeah. like doing stand up actively, Eric? Uh-huh. Are you doing stand up? No, not right now. No. Yeah. But you did, but you I've did done, do stand up. I've done. Yeah, I actually, dude. It was yeah. Last time was a year ago. You re- realize that? Oh wow. Yeah. When we both bombed. Yeah. 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 Um, That's fun. Geez. Always, yeah. Bombing is great. Yeah. You got a bomb. Well, you got a bomb. You, you do. You, you, you have to learn. You learn from bombing. He's got. He's got some stuff that uh, might take some time. Time plus tragedy equals comedy, maybe. Oh, well, I, I'm gonna have do, a bunch of things. I do agree that that uh, the show could be shot anywhere, and I'm very much looking forward to us being a traveling show. Uh, but for you know, for the purposes of like getting a pilot shot I gotcha. made and, and you sold, sell it there. I feel like this is this is where we are and happen to be right now. Well, bro, use Morgan Simpson, our, our mutual f- church friend. Uh, use uh, he used to go to the, used to go to uh, Thad's. Thad's, I did, yeah. See, this is a real thing. I think I, I thrown it out that. We used to go to church in LA. It was like, mm, I don't believe it. Uh, for the 13th <laughs> yeah, we used to. When I, church. When, I, when I met my wife, she um, she was going she, she was going to church with like her, her her group of friend girl. All these super hot brunettes. I was going to say and, they're all hot. Uh, That's why you're really they're all hot. Now. So like this is the know, church so that yes. Reese Witherspoon was like sitting next to me. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, Peace be with you. And I'm it's like, starting to make sense. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I mean, LA is full is full of like. It's it's still kind of like the wild west out here in that like if you wanted to start a church you could do that it would take like a charismatic young like pastor preacher guy and if he could get the attention of the right people he could suddenly be funded have a space to do it like have a congregation that's like shout out all to Jimmy Barts yeah his message and Jimmy was that guy Jimmy but, told me dirty jokes the first, the first time I met him he told me the filthiest jokes I've ever heard in my life and <laughs> filthier than any comic and I was like I will go to your church well. <laughs> 
what what usually falls apart is when that that guy moves on for some reason or changes locations or leaves, and then the the organization falls apart because it's like it would be like Koresh leaving, you know, the Branch Davidians. Though they just like yeah, this good is metaphor. We sort of need mm. the charismatic figureheads. Way to, way, to, way to pull in Waco into this. Nice. You you got it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, Fads was like this, was this like super chill, super cool. It was like, it was like Sunday Bible study, really. It was very Episcopalian, like kind of mellow. And, and they, they had a, they had like coffee and donuts as you're walking in, not afterwards, like the Catholic season. Like, you get your donuts beforehand and you carry them in and be like, I'm going to eat some no, the one, the one thing they have, and I try to get my church to do it is they didn't play Jesus filled lyric songs they played real like new orleans brass band like yeah the talent level was like insane yeah. you'd walk in and you'd be like i'd pay 70 dollars to watch this just any night like this is like right. these guys are just but like, they were still religious songs is, is no no no, tricky. no 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 every song uh, could they, be religious they would, they that would was be the playing idea. like like the band and then somebody would get up and sing an aretha song and then we'd play like band of horses or something like right was, oh. the talent in that room like I always was like, man, I am a piece of shit compared to everybody else in here. Like everybody's like, oh yeah, this kid's going to Berkeley on a guitar scholarship. You're like, what? <laughs> they have the guitar scholarships? Yeah, they're like, this what? guy's a prodigy, and he's just wait, he's just at high yeah. school. Just- All professional session musicians, like great yeah. drummers, bass singers, the whole deal. Everyone the, dr- like the drummer Johnny, tough. I still see in commercials for Dr Pepper every 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 yeah. year now. Like yep. it was, a, it's a weird, it was a weird kind of. Uh, congregation but before i before we forget because we we try to keep these episodes pretty pretty slender and you can come back (laughs) yeah i can tell i can tell what does that mean are we done oh well we keep only the important stuff and i and i got a heart out uh is um what advice would you tell your 13 year old self could be house place related uh house place for anybody listening that's the pilot that's the show a DIY HGTV ish uh, parody that is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. But you got it behind uh, a password wall, so I don't know how we can. I do have it behind a password wall for purposes right now of, you know, we're trying right. to sell it. Right, and right, right. I don't need, you know, I don't, I just don't, I'm trying not to muddy the waters of our, of our efforts right now. No, no, I got you. But, um, but my 13 year old self, that's an interesting question. I'd say I, I would be like, hey, man, listen, uh, <laughs> play a little bit more of a, participatory role in your own life maybe you know heard that actively make decisions and 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 like try to focus yourself through life rather than just allowing it to wash over you like maybe have a plan is is what i would suggest to myself because there was a long period of like even when i went to college after after uh high school i think that's the way that i did it i went to high school then college i i didn't i literally applied to one to one to two schools Got into one. I was like, "Yeah, go to that one. Whatever, no big deal, man." And uh, you know, it was great school. I don't know if it was the right one for me. I let my mother write uh, my essay to go to Northwestern. Wow. I wonder why I didn't get in. Uh, <laughs> How smart your mom? I, I, yeah. And plus, be, plus, in I blame your mom. Here, <laughs> we're gonna go to Naples, mom. This sucks. Yeah. It's only two hours south. <laughs> yeah, but it would be uh, to actively participate and and uh, to have a plan. To have a plan more so than. You know, my plan was to come out here and just be an actor, and I did that. But it, you know, and it's worked sometimes, and then it's not worked other times. I've had real estate investments that have been 
very uh, essential to my ability to even stay here. That's honestly like what mm-hmm. saved my ass more than more than anything else. That is, makes is sense. Real estate. While you're doing house plays. Yeah, yeah totally. You're, you're pulling from that 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 <laughs> that tool belt. Good one. Good one, Mark. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I'm I, uh, still, yeah. still no. as sharp as you knew as you knew me back in LA. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I honestly, if, if I could do it all over, so just from coming to LA, I would I would have gotten into like some commercial real estate as well, as well as doing stand up. You can always you can always have creative endeavors. You just don't necessarily have to like make them the central pillar of your working life. I agree, brother. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for uh, this was entertaining to say the least, and uh, it's yeah. good to see your face. Yeah, man, it's good to see you too, Eric. It's very nice to meet you. Yeah, man, thanks for coming on. You know, you got you got good arms, man. You're you're, you're Thank jacked. You. It's good. Don't, I like that Hamilton. Don't that Hamilton. Jesus, uh, don't, don't it says Hamilton. You know he sucks. Hamilton sucks. Yeah, bro. He's you know, wait, Hamilton. Have you? Yeah, right, Hamilton does suck. Nobody Hamilton wants to is say amazing. It. No, Hamilton's amazing. Man. That's what everybody's. <laughs> I just don't know if you've ever seen it with the right people. Right. Prayer hands. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. But but when it when it's it's happening, it is. What Hour three. Oh man, so good. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, you know, you could say you could say the same thing about the music, man. I mean, I mean, you gotta have charisma to play the music, man. But that's that third act just blows. Forget about the music. Thank man. you, Kirk. Sure. You're welcome. My favorite. All right, boys. All right, You're man. the best. We'll see Thanks. you around. I'm gonna nuzzle that beard one day. I'll see, I'll see you when I see you. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs>